Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Soccer Radio. I would love to say on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM like I do every day, but actually today I have been preempted of all the days to be preempted on the network. Today was the not the right day, for sure, for obvious reasons, right? Um, but being that we have such a wonderful podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, I would thought I would be remiss. And in fact, I feel like I have got to talk to you out there about what happened today, what happened <coughs> during the weekend, <coughs> excuse me, in the Euros. I'll be back on the air tomorrow and uh, we'll, of course, uh, discuss where we are after all the uh, round of 16 matches are over. But given where we are today with the upsets that we've had this weekend and into today, um, you know, I think I had to talk about it. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And if you're hoping to place a small wager on uh, the Euros, there's no better place than betonline.ag. They got NHL, they got NBA, they got uh, golf, they got baseball, they got everything you want. And of course, they've got the Euros, and they'll have the World Cup, and they'll have the World Cup, they'll have the World, uh, what is it, the Olympics, and then they'll have uh, the Premier League starting up again August 14th. Head over right now, betonline.ag. On your, uh, on your desktop device, on your mobile device. If you open an account and fund it, they will give you an extra 50% bonus. How's that? Free money. Um, look, I told you that I thought that this was going to come down to a France-Netherlands final. I did have an alternate. <laughs> but, you know, given the fact that neither France nor the Netherlands made it through the round of 16, I think you should be as shocked as I am. Uh, look... You know, I said on Friday that the French team was loaded with talent. Uh, I still think they're the best team, and that they were the best team in the tournament uh, on paper. But you know, you have to actually play the game, and um, that goes back to the importance of the group stage. And you know, we tend to look at these group stage games a little bit as sort of quote unquote warm up games, especially with the four third place finishes coming through, and uh, you know, the sort of stacked talent and, and even even nature of many of the teams in the tournament. I think many of us looked at the group stages as saying, well, you know, these teams are going to play it through, try and figure out what's best for the knockout stages and, you know, maybe blood a few players and this, that, and the other. The fact of the matter is France were lackluster in the group stages. They won one game, they drew two. Yeah, they came out on top. Yeah, they were in a tough group with Portugal and Germany and Hungary. We all agree with that. We all know that. Portugal are gone, Hungary's gone, Germany don't look great, and France are now gone. The thing is this. The other teams in the tournament were looking at the French, who came into the tournament as oddsmakers' favorites at plus 450, saw them play during the group stages and said, ah, they're not so scary. Yeah, the Griezmanns and the Mbappes and, you know, the N'Golo Kantes. Eh, incredible players, no doubt. But there was something about this French team and their failure to hit the right gear early on. And look, I, 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 I believe they were just cruising. That made other teams think they could be had. And so the fear factor dropped substantially. And once the fear factor drops... 
teams believe they can have at you. And that's exactly what the Swiss did today. They showed guts, they showed determination, and they showed absolutely zero, zero intimidation by this French team. And I think the French team showed they, that some of these guys are very young and they still have to develop that, that edge on them so that they can play through. I mean, look, when Switzerland, when Lloris saved, saved that penalty and then the French came back and scored, it was done and dusted, game over. Oh, aren't we brilliant? Aren't we fantastic? The Swiss, you know, had their almost run, but now we've woken up, now they're dead, you know, they're, they're not going to make it, and of course, that didn't happen. Great result for Switzerland. I think the French have a lot to take away from this tournament, a lot to learn from this tournament, that, you know, they are not going to win games by default. They have to actually play them. And I think that's a lesson for all the teams. I'm sorry, if you've got a North Macedonia in your group, you should be beating them by a million goals to nil. No disrespect to North Macedonia, by the way. Uh, the women did this, didn't they? The women in, in the Women's World Cup, remember they beat that one team, I forget who it was, like 13-0. And everybody said, oh, you know, it's really bad form and it's bad sportsmanship and they should have stopped after three. No, it's not about beating this team. First of all, this is a competition. This team is here to win. Second of all, you are making a statement not to the team to whom you are whomping on. You are making a statement to the other teams that you are going to have to take the field on. So I think that's a really great lesson to learn. Uh, the Dutch, very much the same way. I mean, you know, if, you, if I had told you the Czech Republic were going to beat uh, the Dutch team, uh, you would have been shocked. But that is exactly where we are. In terms of the Belgian team, they're going to be everybody's darlings now and everybody's favorites. I think they are beatable. For me, right now, the best team in the tournament are the Italians. By the way, not sold on the Spanish. We'll see about England. We'll see about Sweden. We'll see about Germany. England have to play Germany, of course. Sweden are going to play, I think it's Ukraine. I'll be back on the air to talk to you about those. A couple of other points I wanted to make. Uh, number one... Uh, listen, I you know I like John Champion as an announcer, but you know announcers are sometimes really lame. And today, when France went down one nil and it looked like it was grinding to an end, and it looked like the French were going to go out with a whimper. Oh, and by the way, they did not go out with a whimper. He said, he started talking about, well, you know, maybe this team uh, won it the World Cup, maybe they're past their sell-by date. And, you know, he's one of these guys like the other bloke that's the announcer who I can't stand. Either. By the way, I don't know them personally, so I'm purely talking professionally. I'm not talking about them as individuals. Some pe Sometimes people ask me, I say, I I've never met John Champion. Actually, I have met John Champion, and I remember him to be a very pleasant fellow. Uh, but in terms of announcing, <clears throat> they like to make these sort of superlative statements. Oh, you know, sometimes a team like as good as they are, like France, reach their sell-by date. And then, of course, the penalty, the save penalty, France come back and score a couple of goals. It looks like it's all over. Then he has to eat his words. Why don't you not make these superlative statements until the end of the game? You could say something like, well, 
if France don't manage to come back and win this game, you have to start asking yourself probably many of the same questions that French football is going to be asking. That's fine. But to make a statement like, oh, they're up past their sell-by date, and then you have to eat your words 20 minutes later, it's really, really, really lame. Very disappointed in the announcing. From usually good announcers, by the way. Anyway, look, France were number one for the odds makers. They're out now. England were number two. Belgium were number three. Germany, four. Portugal, five. They're out. Spain, six. They're in. Italy, still in. Netherlands, well, they're out. So, of the top eight teams, one, two, three, are out. We're down to five. If I told you that Switzerland were plus 6,600 to win the tournament before it started, and the Czech Republic plus 10,000. Wow. My pick, if you remember, I said France and the Netherlands. And obviously, I'm not going to do a John Champion and say, oh, well, you know, Johnson Netherlands going to win it. Oh, dear. You know, what a, well, they're both past their sell-by date. I'm not going to eat my words. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own my bad pick for the final right now. France, Netherlands, clearly not going to happen. <laughs> okay. My second pick, however, was pretty interesting because my alternate was an Italy-Belgium final with Italy winning. Now, I do not want to discount England. I just am very worried about England's ability to score goals, and that's why I don't have them getting to the final. Because they will have to, if they beat Germany, and they beat whoever beats uh, the winner of Sweden-Ukraine, which I predict will be Sweden, if they can beat Germany and they can beat Sweden, it's very, very, very likely that they are going to face Belgium, uh, who face off against the Czech Republic. Now, that, we've seen that that's very possible that that's not going to happen, very possible the Czech Republic could win, but it still looks like that it's going to be a <coughs> English, England-Belgium, uh, if England can get by Germany and Sweden, which is two big ifs. All right, well, we'll see more tomorrow. I'll be back on the air tomorrow, regular time, regular place. But in the meantime, hope you enjoyed this podcast special. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Enjoy the football. Remember, head over to betonline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.